Whether the action is at the link or the bank, there's never an off day on Broad Street. It's the biggest news of the day, every day, with takes from someone who's never short on them. It's WIP Daily with Joe Giglio. Welcome on in, WIP Daily. Joe Giglio with you. Appreciate everyone listening, subscribing, following the podcast. Of course, watching our video feed, 94 WIP, the YouTube page. Tucker Bagley with me will join me in a few minutes. As the Eagles get a victory, they start the year with a victory in New England, 25-20. to 20. And look, it's a road win in the NFL against the greatest coach of all time. There's, there's, there's something to, to be said for that. The Eagles got to win. Now that we said that, and everyone should be happy with a win, they did not play good football on, on Sunday. That, that was not a, an encouraging performance by the Eagles. It was a worrisome performance by the Eagles. And it felt, in a lot of ways, like a loss. I mean, just the way they played that football game. To go up 16-0 and have to bite your fingernails at the end of the game just to hold on for dear life, a very odd start. I thought they would lose this game, so I'm not surprised. I thought the Patriots would cover. I was wrong on both those counts. But it, it basically, the game played out exactly as I thought. It just, at the end, the, the Eagles made a play. Uh, at least they pushed the guy out of bounds before he could make a play. And the Eagles get a big victory to get to 1-0 but a lot to unpack here. So I thought today, because there's so much with this game, it's not just about a win and a loss. I thought, let's go through the good, the bad, the ugly. And there was a lot of each for for week one. Let's roll through the good, because there was some good. And let's not pretend there wasn't when you win a game um, against a decent opponent on the road in the NFL. All right, the good that jumped out right away are the two young defensive tackles that the Eagles have invested a ton in between Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis. Jalen Carter was outstanding as a pass rusher. He looks like Warren Sapp. I mean, I can't say it any other way. He reminds me of Warren Sapp. We'll see if he has half the career, but a remarkable ability to just get past the first blocker. I mean, just to, just to shove a, an NFL guard. I know both their guards were out yesterday, so it was back us, but whatever. He's a, he's a rookie playing his first game, got to the quarterback, made, you know, made things happen. Jalen Carter, very impressive. I thought Jordan Davis played really well. That was the Jordan Davis I think the Eagles assumed they drafted last year. They didn't get it last year. He was active. He was active against the pass as well as the run uh, on a sack there with it was Josh Sweat at one point. Um, obviously, the, the fumble forced on Zeke Elliott was a big play in the game. I thought Jordan Davis played a really, really good football game. Like that, that duo looks like it could be a tremendous strength for the Eagles. Clearly, Darius Slay. What a play. I mean, that's that's what he that's what Darius Slay does. He's big play slay. And you know, I give him credit for that because that's not an easy return from all the way where he caught it. It wasn't like that ball was like you know in the flat on the you know their own 30-yard line and he just caught it and walked in. No, he had to make play. Yeah, he had to make a play after he caught the football. So the Eagles had some playmakers on defense yesterday that really gave them enough to to, to win this football game. So Slay certainly was part of the good. I thought Fletcher Cox late and even Brandon Graham on the one play where he was kind of standing up and it was kind of delayed pressure. The old guys show and they still got, they still have it. They, they still could produce. Fletcher had two big plays late in the game um, against Mac Jones and against the run. So the, the old guys that did their thing on the defensive side. And the last one, and it's a big one, of course, is Jake Elliott. I know he missed an extra point, but to kick that many long field goals in bad weather on the road, Big performance by Jake Elliott, and the Eagles don't win without Jake Elliott yesterday. So those are the good. I mean, I, I thought the young defensive tackles, Jake Elliott, the sleigh play, the old guys on defense, they did their thing, and they gave the Eagles enough. Now let's let's move to the bad, and then we'll get to the ugly because there's plenty of both here. 
So bad is Jalen Hurts, and I didn't get I didn't say this one time last year. Jalen Hurts played a poor football game. His QBR was in the 30s. Just aesthetically, just watching it, he did not play well. Tony Romo pointed out a couple plays back to back where he just just didn't see the field well. I mean, Dallas Goddard is coming wide open if he just waits for him, and, and he's got it. He had the one play. Uh, he he kind of it almost felt yesterday like he was predetermining where he was going to go with the football instead of just seeing the field. And it cost him. And it gets a good, great defensive line like Bill Belichick. If you do that, he's going to burn you. So I thought Jalen just mentally did not play a good football game yesterday. Uh, there was one play on the left side. It was a third down where it was kind of, you know, two receivers both going a certain direction at different depths, you know, both cutting out maybe at eight yards and then at 15. And Devontae was open at the eight and he tried to go deeper to the 15. It was incomplete. I just, I really thought Jalen Hurts. Did not have a good game. And, you know, you go to last year and a couple things that worked for so well for them last year. Well, one thing was the deep ball. I mean, they, they connected on that at, at seemingly in way above average rate for efficiency. And they had a couple today, you know, on Sunday that they didn't get, you know, um, the one where AJ kind of bobbled as he got, went out of bounds would have been a big play. And then Belichick, you know, challenged it the one down the field to Devontae incomplete. I, I thought the Patriots baited him into a couple things. Clearly the fourth and two late in the game, we'll get to the decision on that, but that seemed another predetermined route. And I just didn't think Jalen made a good, made a good throw there. And the fumble is just egregious. It is. It's an egregious fumble that can happen. It could have cost them the game. If they're playing a team that has healthy wide receivers or healthy guards, they probably lose the football game because that fumble, I I just was disappointed in the way Jalen hurts played yesterday. I understand the rain is a factor that Patriots defense. I said it all week was going to be a problem for the Eagles, all factors. And I thought the coaching didn't help out Jalen Hurts, but he didn't play well. Uh, the best throw he made was the touchdown pass to Devontae in the front quarter of the end zone. That was a tremendous pass. He's good at that and got a lot of loss in that throw. But overall, just a really poor effort. I, I think if you go back to last year, the only one that rivals this, I guess there's two that rival this last year, would have been the Week 18 game against the Giants. But I just give him a pass on that. He was clearly really injured, and he was just out there just to get them through the game. So I'll excuse that. The other one would be the Jaguars game in the driving rain here in early October. Hit the pick six early, but I thought he played better as the game went along. This one, I thought he played worse as the game went along and had the turnover late in the game, which just can't happen. Jalen Hurts was bad. Um, The other thing that was bad and potentially bad is just they're banged up a little bit now. Uh, Bradbury, we'll see what's going on there. And N'Kobe was in a walking boot. N'Kobe Dean in a walking boot after the game. And I think back to last year, TJ Edwards played 20 games, including the Super Bowl, didn't get hurt. The, the question on Dean was some durability issues. You know, coming out of the draft, could he hold up? The Eagles are really thin at linebacker. I mean, really thin at linebacker. And if Dean can't play Thursday, and obviously that's up in the air, if he's in a walking boot on Sunday night, they play three days from right now. I thought Cunningham was bad in pass coverage. They went after him with screens. Um, that's that's a factor that that certainly the Eagles have to get through here. So I, I just thought the bad was mostly Jalen Hurts. I just thought he played a really poor game by the standard he had set last season. That that reminded me of a 2021 performance by Jalen Hurts. Not good enough. Not not for a team that has Super Bowl aspirations, obviously, as the Eagles do. Let's get to the ugly, and then we'll bring Tucker to give his thoughts on the game and a win that kind of felt like a loss in some respects here. The ugly is the offense, just in general. Obviously, I I center on Jalen Hurts in the bad, but the offense as a whole was so ugly. I have no idea 
what the game plan was to give all those touches early to Kenny Gainwell. I, I mean, I got to hear after the game, and we'll get to Nick Sirianni in a second because he falls in the ugly camp in this one, that he, the, Sirianni after the game talking about how they can't go a game with only two touches to DeAndre Swift at zero to got it. Like, you're the head coach. Like, you're, you're in charge. It's supposed to be your offense. It, it almost felt like they were – forcing throws to the running back just to show everyone like they're going to throw to the running back more. And okay. Like a, a sideline dump off to Kenny Gainwell that goes for three yards. No one's going to care do it all game. Every defense league will let you do that all game. Very bizarre. I, I thought Brian Johnson had a pr- really poor day. He, I think he adjusted a little bit in the second half. They threw the ball, the ball down the field in the second half a little bit more, but really a poor offensive performance. And if I do have a long-term worry from this game, because Look, you can go across the NFL. There's a lot of week one stuff that happens that ultimately isn't indicative of the team moving forward. Last year, the Niners lost week one to the Chicago Bears. Last year, the Bengals lost week one to Mitch Trubisky. This year, the Chiefs already lost. The Lions might be a good football team. Uh, But the Bengals, I mean, that was the worst performance probably of Burroughs' career yesterday. So things happen in week one. It doesn't have to be indicative. If there was one thing yesterday – that really caught my attention, and I'm wondering if this is now the blueprint. You know, the Eagles last year were outstanding out of empty. Just Jalen Hurts, shotgun, spine his offensive line, and you, you line everyone, all the receivers up on the outside, five wide, five wide. And no one could stop it because if you go man-to-man, he runs. I did that in the Packers game a lot. If you don't go man-to-man, he's going to throw to somebody, right? He, he's, going to, he's going to give – he has options everywhere. Well, yesterday – I thought it was interesting that Bill Belichick blitzed. He sent extra pressure on those, really making Jalen Hurts and the receivers make quick decisions in that situation, and they didn't do a good job. Whether or not, whether still, maybe there's not hot routes in this offense, or Hurts just didn't process it fast enough, or the pressure just got there. It blew those plays up. And again, it's just one game. We'll see what Brian Flores and the Vikings do on Thursday. But I, I think back to the Super Bowl, you know, about five years ago now when Bill Belichick was the one that basically showed the league, this is how to play defense against Sean McVay and Jared Goff. This is how to disrupt this offense. Do it like this. And the McVay-Goff combination really sputtered from then out. I mean, they weren't bad, but they sputtered. They weren't dominant anymore after that whole season, the season before being excellent. And I wonder if the NFL now has the blueprint for Belichick. They go empty. You send extra pressure, especially right at the middle of Cam Jurgens. So that was ugly. Uh, I thought the offensive line had a lot of issues in this game. I, I really didn't like what I saw. I thought they attacked Cam Jurgens. My lot is pretty suspect. He got left tackle, pass blocking. So not good. And then just coaching overall between Brian Johnson. But I'll go to Sirianni. I mean, they have a coward's draw in the third and eight. They don't try to move the football before halftime and just go into the half. I didn't like the fourth and two decision because I thought in that scenario, in the fourth quarter, the way the offense was playing, which was bad, the likelihood of getting it, I didn't think it was great. It was like a long fourth and two. And if you pin Mac Jones with those receivers, is he and that offensive line with two backup guards, can he really go 90 yards to win the game? I thought they they gave the Patriots life with that coaching decision. Really thought Sirianni did a poor job. They were sloppy, which is what we heard all the camp. Penalties, got to take timeouts to avoid penalties. Just a sloppy day. So there was some good. Jalen Hurts was bad. And, Tucker, there was a lot of ugly, specifically with the offense and the coaching. Yesterday, 
I mean, let's just be real. They're lucky to win that game. They they got outgained by more than 100 yards. That didn't happen in a single game last year. No, it, it, it's funny because you go back and you look at last year, and I always thought watching the Eagles last year it just seemed easy, right? The way they moved up and down the field, and if they ever fell behind, it was never a concern of can the offense put together a, a drive or two drives and, and figure it out. It was always just sort of a matter of time. And, and yesterday it felt the opposite. Like the offense – just felt like pulling teeth all, all day. It just felt like a slog trying to get up and down the field. And you mentioned, like, I don't think anyone on the offense had a particularly good day. Unless you're a Kenny Gainwell owner in, in fantasy, then then maybe you enjoyed watching that. But the offensive line, I thought, really struggled. Jordan Mailata, who I thought had a, a pretty suspect year last year, continues to, to kind of trend downward. Lane Johnson didn't have his best game. I think he might have allowed a quarterback hit for the first time. In like three years, we'll, we'll find out definitively um, when Pro Football Focus releases all, all their information later today. And Jalen Hurts just was kind of there. He, he didn't really affect the game. He, he didn't make any big mistakes until that fumble at the end. But uh, offensively, I just I just thought it was really bland. And it's clear that they missed Shane Steichen. Like it, it felt like the offense, the way it looked before Shane Steichen took over play calling because the play calling was uninspired. It was not aggressive. They were really conservative in a lot of places. And it just – it didn't feel like we were watching the same offense we were a year ago. And coming into this game, my my two biggest concerns were the Eagles coordinators. And one of them showed up. Like, Sean Desai, I think, had a, a pretty good day. They, they struggled to stop the middle of the field, which I think that might be a personnel issue more than anything else with the linebackers that this team currently has on the roster. But – Brian Johnson, I, I, I have huge question marks about. I said at the end of the first half, they had, you know, three straight three and outs. Like, okay, now's your chance. You know, show us something. Do something big. Try and, you know, swing the momentum back into your favor. And they had another three and out. And then they got the ball back with, like, 30 seconds to go. And they just ran the clock out and, you know, went home into halftime. It just – it felt like a really conservative game plan. It felt like a boring game plan. And for a team that really made its bones last year on – being aggressive and pushing the ball down the field, they shouldn't do that. And maybe it's because it was raining and maybe it's because that's what Belichick forced them to do. But I, I had a huge issue with how they played offense yesterday. And for a team that, that won a lot of games last year by just blowing out teams in the first half and then sitting on the ball for the final 30 minutes, I don't know if you're going to have that this year because they, they didn't show that they're capable of, of even putting the ball in the end zone. Well, you're right about that. I mean, the last nine drives, they did not score a touchdown. Nine drives. And they had a run in the, in the second quarter, which was Tucker was talking about there. Four straight drives, three and out. Four straight drives, but a first down. I mean, like they didn't do they didn't have a they didn't have a, a stretch of three without a first down with Jalen Hurts on the field in the regular season last year. Not three. They had four yesterday. And I think highly of that Pat's defense, but that's more on Brian Johnson. It's more on on the whole group. I mean, just really, really poor. I, I, the offense is is a concern, and it shouldn't be. And then here are things after the game, both AJ and Devontae saying it was tough for us to adjust. They threw a lot at us. Well, that's that's the job. I mean, that that's that's how you do it. And I actually thought in the second half, the Patriots' offense adjusts a little bit more, and, and they got Mac going. But I agree with Tucker Shaw. Sean Desai certainly acquitted himself better on the defensive side, these guys made plays. I mean, that, that really won the football game. The Eagles defense making plays. Even Josh Job on the final play, I believe it was Job, uh, to push the receiver booty out before he got that second foot in. 
it's a game swinging kind of play. So the defense made, made enough plays to win. The offense absolutely stunk in this game. The Eagles were lucky to be one and zero, and you know style points don't matter in the NFL. Wins are wins, but it's hard not to look at what the Cowboys and the Niners did compared to the Eagles and say if that's the bar, if the, those three teams remain the bar in the NFC, the Eagles they're below where they need to be. There's no, there's just they just are, and they need to figure it out and figure it out quickly, especially. Because this schedule early, we'll end with this. It may not be as easy as we thought. I didn't think the Pats game was easy. But look ahead. The Bucs are in week three. They'll probably beat them. But the Bucs are 1-0 and may not be tanking like everyone thought they were. And then go to week five. The Rams just won in Seattle. And Sean McVay, with guys that we've never heard of, just went on the road and won by three scores. So potentially the first five games, there was like, ah, whatever, 5-0. They're almost 0-1, and they've got some tougher games than we think, maybe on the horizon. Everyone, I appreciate listening, watching, following, subscribing. Lots to react to here after an Eagles victory in week one over the Patriots. We'll talk soon right here on WIP Daily.